back, Cracked fans. We are here live in Madison, Wisconsin for this year's Division I Men's National Indoor Championships. Joining me now, one of the winners from today, his team advancing to the semifinals 4-0 over the Stanford Cardinal. Coach Brett Macy of USC. Coach, first of all, congratulations to you. Thank you very much. So let's start with that match. Your team, and I think this has to be said, it played without your number one singles player, Brandon Holt, today, who also lines up at two doubles. Obviously, when you lose a player of that caliber, it's going to affect your roster, but you guys looked so solid at the start of doubles. Did you know Brandon wasn't going to play coming in today, and how did you guys adjust from the get-go to come out as strongly as you did? Yeah, I mean, the after yesterday, Brandon put forth a lot of effort, and, you know, we talked to the trainers. We had a very high chance that he wasn't, unless he woke up just feeling absolutely amazing, that he was probably not going to go. So last night we prepared that way and let everybody know where they were going to be in the lineup for singles and doubles. And, you know, so I think that gave them a sense of security, knowing what they had to go do, what they were needed to do. And, you know, it showed in their in their play. I mean, really what I was most impressed about was just our energy that we exerted on Stanford from the start of doubles and all. And then we just kept it through our singles. And, you know, look, we talked about yesterday what Brandon put forth for us and laid his, you know, part on the line for this team and we said today we got to do it for him and the guys did that so for you in particular you talk about that energy I know you guys played Stanford at the end of January that was a 6-1 decision you took the doubles point then but on that instance it was Brandon and Moore who got the win at two you got a win at three as well from Stefan and I believe Ryder or maybe it was Bradley I think it's Brad Bradley yeah, again, it's yeah. Brad. well today your lineup I, you know I saw you in particular during the doubles you were locked in on court one was it because you knew you were going to need your seniors up top Riley Smith Daniel Cookerman to flip the script you know why were you positioned there and ultimately can you talk about the effort your two seniors gave at the top of the lineup um well Dan was a junior a junior excuse yeah me. no I the reason we had those line uh us there today like Chris moved to two because when we played up at Stanford we were on those courts so we kind of just knew from those matches before what uh what they had and kind of was fresh in our mind uh and I've just been with Daniel and Riley a, a bunch of uh from the start of the year so I decided to stay with them, but it was mostly because of the matchups we had up in Stanford. That and I told Chris that he was 0-3 with Stephen, uh, <laughs> with Stephen Bradley, so I, he got the boot. So we had a nice joke about that at breakfast, and he agreed. He's like, yeah, maybe I should take a <laughs> day off, and Deaton went up and uh, got it done for us. So, no, I, look, Riley and Kuki have done an amazing job um, holding it up down there at one, or holding it up at one. You know, I mean, you guys saw the match. The level was super high. I mean, guys were, you know, teeing off on balls, and we were sick, sitting in there, you know, sitting down, looking for the volley, and, you know, credit to both of them for just execution, really. I mean, Riley was set up a big forehand or a big serve, and Cookie was all over the net. I, I think we, I saw, like, six angle backhand volleys yes. that he hit off the court. No, his hands today were unbelievable, and yeah. it translated to the singles as well. He gets that first point for you on the board. I think it was 2-1, two and one, maybe 2-2. Two and two over a player in Axel Geller. That's a top 20, top 15 player in the country. Can you talk about, again, what it means for Daniel, number one player in the country, usually plays two singles. Today you ask him to hop into that number one spot, and he responds. Can you talk a little bit about his effort? Yeah, Daniel's just, he's such a team guy and an overall just great leader. I mean, look, you got a guy who's very mature, obviously. He's like 23-year-old junior, uh, been through a lot in his life, and he just wants to, you know, do whatever he can for the team, no matter if he plays one or six. It, it doesn't really matter. But, I mean, his level of play, look, it helped a lot. He beat Axel about a month ago at a tournament uh, that's, that, we do, you, that we do right before the season starts. And so I'm sure that gave him a little bit of confidence as well. But 
look, when he when you ask him to lead and you ask him to step up, the guy will always do it for you. And, you know, everybody had to. Everybody had to play up a spot for the most part at their position. And, I mean, everybody throughout the line did not, you know, let them put a point on the board, and that was crucial. I think the only ranked player who you've played this week, or the only player you've played who isn't ranked in singles might be Brandon. I don't know if he's hopped into the lanes yet, but you guys have options like Jake Sands, like Bradley yeah. Fry. Uh, at the bottom of your lineup today was Brad, who stepped into the six singles position. Obviously, Moore steps up, gets a win at three. Ryder can get the win, and you know, it was a little drama there at the end, but he yeah. does end up serving it out, gets the win at five. Can you talk about your depth, how that, you know, the options that affords you in these matches? Yeah, I mean, it definitely gives us a peace of mind that, you know, if we have to pull a guy like Brandon or we have to pull a guy like, you know, Jake's sick today, we couldn't even bring him over here because he's, you know, he's got the flu and we ha can't have him around the team. Uh, I'm going to take a step to the right as you say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not a healthy group right now for sure. Um, but, you know, look, we from our fall season the guys proved that they could go out and play with a lot of different players and so that gives us confidence that when the name is called they they just have to be ready to go and the guys understand you know for the most part that look not every match they're going to get their chance but when they do they need to be ready and Bradley these are great conditions for him comes in he's a great certain volleyer he's aggressive player he's you know from the midwest he's used to you know these fast conditions and he showed it today up a set and a break pretty much I think it was four all maybe in the third second set but you know he, was, he had his foot on that guy the whole time you know Ryder's a good indoor player you know I, I just look it, I think we're you know you always need to have good players at the top yeah do I think we have one of the best one twos in the country yes I do but I think we win because we have eight or nine guys that can come into this lineup and if we are if they needed to do it they are they're able to Chris and I were talking in the booth we would watch you guys play Florida you know 10 singles flights and the doubles point first to six gets the win because you guys both have that sort of depth on it allows you again when you're dealing with injuries with sicknesses uh, you can have players step in seamlessly and so that's a testament to your team's performance uh, last tennis related question for you I yeah but no for you in particular now uh, for your team you advance to the semifinals here you're going to play a Michigan team uh, my Michigan Wolverines we can yeah, say that out front um, don't worry I'll be impartial on the broadcast okay. uh, yeah you've made a fan of me uh, yeah. so you have nothing to worry about but you know that's an indoor team that doubles point probably going to be even more important tomorrow uh, than it was today can you talk a little bit about your preparations for tomorrow's semifinal yeah I mean well first of all credit to them they were out without their number three guy in Seymour today and they you know did the same thing so look, I know that they've been battling some elements and flu-like symptoms, and but the thing is, is they're a well-coached team with Adam. I mean, I've, you know, throughout my career, I've had many battles against uh, Steinberg just with being at USD and him being at Pepperdine, and I know how hard his teams compete, and we've just got to be ready to bring that type of emotion. We've got to do the same thing if we want to have a good chance, because for sure they're going to have it. So we have to be able to be ready to back it up. But look. This team is motivated. They, they they came here with a goal of winning, you know, the national indoors, and uh, you know we're one step closer to that. We just got to come out and you know prove ourselves again. Whether Brandon's ready to go or whoever else, you know, we just got to uh, get home, get some rest. I think that's the, the most important thing. Uh, and then come out tomorrow with just when we step on the court with that sense of urgency that, you know, whatever it takes to do, we'll, we'll do it. Um, but you know, look, they're a great indoor indoor team. They play big. They play fast. They've obviously played probably 15 matches at this point inside. 
we're getting closer. I think we're getting well adapted to indoors now that we've been doing it for, I think it's eight or nine days in a row. So I, I start to see our guys feeling more and more comfortable on the indoor courts. Yeah, and, and look, it's going to be a really fun match, yes. certainly. And I think that's our first semifinal for you fans at home. So be sure to tune into that one. All right, last couple questions for you. Okay. You mentioned uh, you've been on the road now for eight days, nine days. You've been in this blistering cold. I don't know if it's blistering cold. I don't know if that's a thing, but it's really freaking cold outside. What Mine's do you? Blistering. Yeah, exactly. What do you Trojans do? You're fish out of water here, right in the frozen. Where have you guys been spending your offseason? Just trying to get indoors, get rest as quick as possible. Yeah, I mean, Chris and I have been kind of sick, sick around watching the other matches, get the guys home. Look, we've been gone, like you said, a week. A lot of guys go home, study, taking a few midterms here and there. But really, a lot of it is just resting and recovery. Um, you know, maybe get a couple massages here and there. Uh, we haven't really taken in the sights yet. I'd love to go see the Capitol, maybe. Gorgeous. Uh, for sure. Yeah, it's beautiful. And I think it's from Brandon Holt told me it's the only state capital that has a replica of Washington, D.C. It's true. I mean, I don't know if that's true or not, but I do know the big dome is there and that yes. when I played club tennis here, uh, my father and my older brother and I have a beautiful photo on Facebook right now with oh, that really? background. So well worth it. You can send it to the fiance, to the kids and, you know, a little... <laughs> Like, look where I am. You can say I made it out to D.C. But, yeah, it's it's really cool. And then for you, again, that coaching staff, you spend so much time with them. Quinta, Deaton, Bauman. Those are two goofy characters. I imagine you guys have had a lot of fun on this trip. Yeah. Uh, Deaton just showed up on Thursday. He had, a, you know, he is a volunteer. He has to make money. So we, we got him on Thursday. Chris and I, uh, you know, we, yeah, we definitely have had our, our share of good moments and, and funny times. You know, we, we, we definitely share some laughs and joke with each other. And But, I mean, Chris and I are seriously running around like crazy. Last night, we didn't get home until 10 o'clock, you know, after we finished getting the guys' food, bring it back to the hotel. You know, we just, look, it's all about getting these guys prepared, and we're here for them. And uh, that's the thing. I've got two really special guys even though as goofy as they are they really care about the guys on this team and they'll do anything for them so now chris quinta the only person in cracked rackets history owen won in predictions last night he was telling us south carolina 4-3 over unc and uh i know it was in it was jest, very but close it, it was a great match yeah, yeah it was but uh you know just off there but coach thank you to you good luck to your team tomorrow not too much luck but plenty of luck can i ask course. for a prediction from you I mean, you're going to hear it on tomorrow's pod. I should plug it there, check out the mini break. But, of course, I'm going to say... I'm going to talk about no, this one that's getting ready to get oh, warmed up right now. What is it? it? So Chris made the case, Chris Helioris, who's standing behind the camera, for 4-3 UNC based on purely the doubles point. And respectfully to all the teams, UNC looked so good in doubles yesterday. Indoors, too. Blumberg played so big against Paul Jubb. Probably leaning 4-3 Tar Heels, but if you told me it's going to be 4-3 Gators, I'll believe you. Yeah. Does that sound about right? Yeah, it, to me, it's just going to be, you know, who can, uh, who can, who who rides the waves a little bit better than the other, and you know, it's just I think it's going to be a great tennis match. That's why I'm going to stick around and watch it. Yeah, no, speaking of riding the waves, your team did such a good job riding the wave, taking yeah. that momentum. So, coach, congratulations to you and good luck in your semifinal. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.